Welcome back to the Wild Child Kitchen Gardening Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Johnson, and today we are talking about growing pumpkins. It might feel like summer outside and fall may just be the last thing on your mind. The kids are just getting out of school after all, right? We can't hardly think about returning in just a few short months. But I'm going to tell you, now is the time to plant your pumpkins. I'm going to tell you how to do it in this episode. Let's dig in. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited that you are here with me today because we are digging into one of my favorite things to grow. Now, if you have been growing with me any amount of time, you know how much I love growing melons, and we've talked about that before, but I also love growing pumpkins. Pumpkins are so much fun to grow. They are one of those things that you feel so accomplished when you are picking your own pumpkins. Also, you can grow some gorgeous varieties that you won't necessarily be able to find in the big crates at the grocery store. So when I talk about growing pumpkins, I'm not talking about growing your typical orange pumpkins. I'm talking about growing pink pumpkins, flat pumpkins, white pumpkins, striped pumpkins, bumpy pumpkins, multicolored pumpkins. There's so many fun pumpkins to grow. And you've got to know a little bit about how to grow them in order to really be successful with pumpkins. I think a lot of people do this wrong simply because they don't know how to grow. That happens so often. And if you find yourself feeling like your garden is just a disappointment season after season, you might fall into that camp. I encourage you to join us inside of the Kitchen Garden Academy. Our summer session just started. All that's missing is you. I'm going to teach you all of the things you need to know to become a gardener, from deciding where your garden's going to be located in your yard, to building your raised beds, filling them with nutrient-rich soil, planning a garden space that will maximize every square inch so that you can harvest the maximum amount out of the space you have. And also, I'm going to teach you how to plant, how to harvest, and everything in between. This is an amazing eight-week program, and while it is available year-round, We do it live three times a year. Summer session is underway. We would love to have you, and you can get all the details at releaseyourinnerwildchild.com forward slash classes. Now let's dig in to growing pumpkins, shall we? Okay, so it feels like summer. That means it's time to plant pumpkins. Here's why. Pumpkins take about 100 days to be ready to harvest, so if you wait and plant pumpkins when you start thinking about pumpkins, you're actually going to harvest them at Christmas time. Ask me how I know. (laughs) When you plant your pumpkins, you want to do it in the month of June. That's going to be for a couple of reasons. First and foremost, it's going to be because that's going to let you harvest those pumpkins sometime in late September, early October, which means you will be right on track for beautiful pumpkins for fall. You also will avoid a lot of the squash vine borers. So if you have been dealing with that on your um, spring squash and zucchini, you're probably already thinking to yourself, I don't want to grow anything 
that even remotely is related to squash or zucchini because of the borers. Well, if you plant in June, most of the time, by the time your pumpkins start producing and and having those yellow flowers, which is when the borers tend to show up, they might just be long gone in your area. So you give yourself a really good chance of kind of planting around them. They miss you. That is a good thing. Also, if you plant too early, you end up with pumpkins that have to go through a lot of heat um, at the very end of their growing season, which makes them kind of funky, potentially ripening too fast, maybe not um, being able to keep their form the way that you want them to. So it's much better to plant in June. You can plant all the way up until the 4th of July, technically, but I just don't like to cut it close. I feel like when you plant on the 4th of July, you end up picking Thanksgiving pumpkins. Totally okay, but you kind of do miss out on a whole lot of really fun pumpkin growing. Another thing is it's fun to do this with your kids. The kids are home from school. You are already not knowing what to do with them. I know, trust me, I have been there. Growing pumpkins is really fun, and if you plant them now, they will start to flower and even some will develop fruit before the kids go back to school. Then it's also a whole lot of fun for them to jump off the bus, run down the driveway to check the pumpkins, and believe me, they will do that. You think that they won't, but they will. So here's how I want you to grow them. I want you to grow pumpkins like a wild child. That means that they're not going to go in your current garden. Now, I have one exception to this rule, and I'm going to tell you about it in a second. But for the most part, your pumpkins are not going to go in your garden. And that's because they just take up too much space. Your pumpkins are going to grow like crazy. They will outgrow a four by eight bed in a matter of weeks, really, before they ever set the first fruit. You want to give them lots of room to roam because the longer the vines can get, the more pumpkins each vine will produce. So you really want to give them plenty of space. Because of this, we plant them in grow bags or we create little pumpkin patches. Both are super fun. I'm going to tell you how to do each so that you can decide what works best for you in your space. So to grow a pumpkin in a grow bag, you are going to simply purchase your grow bags. You can get them at your local nursery. You can get them online. Very simple. Get a grow bag. Make sure it is at least 12 inches deep and at least 12 inches wide. And you are going to fill it with good quality potting soil. Then you're going to drop in three pumpkin seeds, one in the front and one on each side. Now you might be wondering why you don't put one on the back. And the reason is because I want all my pumpkins to sort of grow in the same direction. And it's really difficult to get them turned around once they start going outside of that grow bag in the wrong direction. But I want you to grow them all in the same direction. And the reason is because you're going to line these grow bags up either against your house, against any structure, or against a fence that will give your pumpkins afternoon shade. This is so important. And the reason is, is because as we grow them in the summertime, that afternoon shade is going to really help them sort of catch a breather in the afternoons. The July and August heat is sweltering in the South. With these pumpkins, they are going to really have to conserve their energy. That means when you look outside midday, all of their leaves are going to be wilty and sort of just drooping, and you're going to feel like the whole thing is going downhill. Then the next morning, they're back up and perky again. 
In order to keep them from having to do this every day, that afternoon shade helps tremendously. So if you plant them against a structure that will give them that afternoon shade, you will find they're going to do so much better for you. So that's the first thing. They're going to be grown in grow bags against the fence, against the house, against any structure that's going to give them afternoon shade. Now, if you don't want to do them in grow bags, because I do understand some of our husbands are a little more finicky about the grass than others. I get it. Also, some of our husbands are a little less discriminatory when it comes to what they will cut with a weed eater. I get that too. So you may need to give them an enclosed area. So if this is the case, you can build a raised bed pumpkin patch or you can use landscape timbers. You can even just use anything you have to contain that soil get a load of soil from your local nursery and put it in this patch of sorts. This is not going to be rows in the ground simply because if that's going to be the case, you're going to deal with a lot of weeds, you're going to deal with a lot of slugs, and you're going to deal with just a lot of pests in these overnight hours simply because you have to water so much. We want to get these pumpkins up off the ground. The grow bags do a fantastic job of that. A pumpkin patch does too. Fill it up with the soil from the nursery, and I recommend this being a big old bed, y'all. I want to see at least 10 foot by 10 foot. You're going to need a big bed, and you're going to need a lot of soil. So I recommend just getting a complete truckload of it and dumping it into your new pumpkin patch. So there's give and take to both of these. The first is that if you grow in grow bags, they're much more simple to assemble, obviously. They take a lot less soil, but you will have to sort of take them down, put them back up, store them over this, the winter season, and then get them back out again next year. If you grow in a pumpkin patch, it will stay season after season and essentially just be a giant raised bed, but that means that you will be growing in it all year too. So are you ready to expand your garden that way? If not, just grab some grow bags. Super easy and ask your husband for forgiveness, not permission. But you didn't hear that from me. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I would never do that. My husband is so gracious to me and he always will build me any sort of garden contraption that I can think of. And I'm going to tell you what, he actually loves growing these pumpkins. He is the one that's out there watering them every evening. And it has really been the most fun thing for us to grow together. So I suggest trying it however the two of you can agree and just doing it. You will not be sorry. So one exception to this rule of growing your pumpkins outside of your garden that you might like to hear is the potential of putting them on a trellis or an arch. So while you can't do this with any giant orange carving pumpkin, you can certainly do this with little handheld pumpkins that you could decorate your table with, that you could decorate your kitchen counter, even maybe a few here or there all over the house. These little handheld pumpkins are actually super cute and do really well on a trellis or an arch. And I'm going to tell you what, I love growing pumpkins on trellises and arches because when you get into September and you have all of these beautiful orange pumpkins all over your trellis or hanging from your arches, it is so beautiful. You'll love it. 
And the great part about it is none of your fall vegetables are going to require arches or trellises. So you don't have to worry about them taking up space that something else might need. I would strongly consider your trellises or arches if you have a free one available. I will also give one more plug to the pumpkin patch, which is that whenever you get your pumpkins out come October, you can plant this with mustard greens. You can plant it with collard greens. You can really make use of this empty, now giant space you have to grow in for leafy greens or lots of things that you may not otherwise have room to grow. So consider it. Figure out how is best for you to grow your pumpkins. And if the best way for you is a grow bag, jump on it. If you're ready to add a new garden space to your yard, great, awesome, I love it. And maybe you have an empty trellis or an arch that you could free up and put a couple of pumpkin plants on. These little handheld pumpkins, I'm telling you, you're going to love. Now here is something super important for you to remember when you're choosing which pumpkins to grow. So I told you that you can't trellis big giant pumpkins. They have to be the handheld pumpkins. And you're probably wondering, what varieties are those? Tell me some names. Well, I'm going to do better than that. I'm not just going to tell you some names, but I'm also going to send you over a graphic that I made. It's a quick download that you can grab at the show notes here in this podcast. And it has my favorite varieties to grow. And they're separated by true pumpkins, pumpkins that are great for arches and trellises, and squash that looks like pumpkin. If you want to really open up your horizons to growing pumpkins, dig around in the squash category. Because I'm going to tell you, when you do, you're going to find so many beautiful what you would think were pumpkins. But they're not. They're squash. The amazing part about it is they're all part of the Moscata family. And the Moscata family is a cucurbit. They include squash. They include zucchini. They include pumpkin. But these guys are super borer resistant. These are going to be the most borer resistant of any variety that you can grow. We've talked about Trombancino squash. We have talked about Rampicante squash. These are in that family. There's also a lot of beautiful pumpkins in this family too. I have all of them on this download for you and you can get it free in the show notes right here. I want you to notice on this download, everything that is in the Moscata family is in bold. Make sure that you grow these because what you're going to find is that even if the borers lay eggs, even if the borer eggs hatch, they have a hard, hard time boring into the stem of these varieties because the stem is just too thick. That is is a game changer in your pumpkin patch. Let me tell you, if you're not having to deal with borers, you will be one happy pumpkin picker come October. Now, not every beautiful variety is in the Moscata family, of course, and some others are worth the risk. It's worth just trying. Like a Jaradel pumpkin is a beautiful blue-gray color, I try him every year. Most times I don't get one because the borers do get them before I actually can harvest, but it's always so fun to try. 
Unfortunately, the Jack B. Littles and the Casparitas, those precious little handheld pumpkins, are not going to be in the Moscata family either. Actually, none of the arch and trellis varieties are in the Moscata family, but that's okay. There are so many that are. You're going to be blown away at the varieties that you can grow and the beauty that is out there. Don't miss out on some of the most gorgeous pumpkins you have ever seen this year. Are you so excited about a summer garden? Maybe you're already waving the white flag on a spring garden that didn't hold up its end of the deal. Whether you're a newbie or in need of a do-over, the Summer Kitchen Garden Academy is for you. If you want to grow an easy garden that overproduces and is beautiful, you need to be in this class. We would love to have you. You can get all the details at releaseyourinnerwildchild.com forward slash classes. Now, one question I'm asked so much is, how do I know that my pumpkin's ready for picking? This is a great question, and lots of vegetables are really easy to know if it's ready to pick, like a tomato is obviously red. Pumpkins are not so easy. I've got a few little tricks up my sleeve I'm going to share with you so that you can know when to pick your pumpkins. The first thing you're going to be looking for is a brown dried stem. Up until they're ready for picking, that stem is going to be green. Then it's going to start turning brown. That signals to you that you need to start looking for step number two. Step number two is when the tendril that's closest to the stem starts drying and browning as well. Now, you know the tendrils are the long little curly little hands that sort of attach to different structures that the pumpkin would like to latch onto. These little guys are going to turn brown and dry up when that pumpkin's ready to pick. When you start seeing a brown stem and brown tendrils, you're getting close. The final way that I love to check to see if my pumpkins are ready for picking is a little fingernail test. I take my fingernail and I go deep into the ribs of the pumpkin and just kind of try to puncture. If you leave an indention, your pumpkin is not ready. When you can press your fingernail into that inner rib of your pumpkin and there's no indention, that guy is ready to come to the porch. If you're anything like me, that's exactly where he's going. I don't eat a single pumpkin that I harvest. I decorate with every one of them. It can't be just me. You have to feel the same way. Please tell me that you do. What a fun episode today. I really hope you plant some pumpkins this season because I'm telling you right now, it will be one of the most fun things you grow all year long. Don't forget to invite the kiddos to grow with you. They are going to love it too. Thank you so much for joining. Go download that free download for you in the show notes and I will see you next week.